The Spin-Off Podcast Network. Ready to rediscover the joys of cycling? With over 300 kilometres of cycle paths across Tamaki Makoto, jumping on your bike and going for a ride is such a fun way to discover the city from a different perspective. Cycling is getting more and more popular across Auckland, so now's a great time to join the hype and give cycling a go. Head to at.govt forward slash cycling to find your nearest cycleway today. Are you making the most of your KiwiSaver investment? Generate is an award-winning KiwiSaver provider with a track record of strong long-term performance. Making a smart decision now could add tens of thousands of dollars by the time you reach retirement. Book a no-obligation chat with a Generate KiwiSaver advisor today at generatekiwisaver.co.nz slash advice. A copy of the product disclosure statement is available at generatekiwisaver.co.nz. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited and, of course, past performance does not guarantee future returns. Kia ora. Before we get into this week's episode, we just want to acknowledge the devastating news of Tevita Karika's passing. So Tevita, you'll know from Heartbreak Island, and he also really shone when he returned to our screens in Lucina and Lily's season of The Bachelorette. We all loved watching Tevita. We know you guys did too. He brought heaps of laughs and depth to the shows he was on, and he was a favourite of The Real Pod. We know he'll be hugely missed by a lot of people, and our thoughts are with Tevita's friends and family. If you'd like to support Tavita's whānau in covering costs for his return home and his funeral costs as well, there's a link to a Give a Little in the show notes for this episode. And if you or someone you love is struggling, you'll also find links and numbers for help in the show notes. Kia ora, welcome along to The Real Pod. How are you guys? Be honest. Be honest. How many burritos have you eaten? <laughs> Two? <laughs> Not ever. Today. <laughs> big big burritos? Big boys? Biggins. Honestly, the breakfast burrito was pretty normal. Okay. But, um... <laughs> How was the brunch burrito? <laughs> the, the, well, it was actually a pretty midday burrito. <laughs> At Mad Max. I didn't even get a grande melt or anything like <laughs> obscene. But they just packed it all in. Did you get the, um, f- the fake chicken? I got the vegan chicken. It's good. Bloody eh? good. Yeah. I also asked for no rice, and I thought that would just mean a smaller burrito, but she was like, I'll just smash in heaps of pinto beans as long as your black beans. God, it's bloody fascinating, isn't it? This is your reality TV and real life. <laughs> I'm just getting started. In New Zealand podcast. Just cut it off. Just cut me off. We've got so much to talk about today. My name is Janie. I'm joined by Duncan Grieve and Alex Casey. All of the spin-off, all together in a room again. Is this all the spin-off? Why is that? No, I don't mean I don't mean this is the sum total of the spin-off. I mean we are we are all from the spin-off. But we're, but we're all the real pod. Aren't we all we're the, the real, real pod. pod? I know, we're but the real I'm pod, just Jane. saying that once upon a time... You're all people should know that. I wasn't part of the spin-off, and then Alex wasn't part of the spin-off, and now we are all part of the spin-off. Got it? <laughs> okay? <laughs> and the real pod. Yeah. And Jonathan's Anything over there else? too. Jonathan's yeah. eating. I was about to put him on mic, but he's, he's chomping away. We've got crazy snacks. We've got... We um, do. Did we, so these are the M&Ms that were reviewed by... A corny. A corny reviewed these M and M's, and they said they were like a Dame Bar and a Heath Bar. Oh, they, they were coming in with all those cultural yeah. references that I didn't understand. And I didn't like them. I don't like them either. Stuck in your teeth. Stuck in my teeth. I've got those little hokey pokey teeth caps yeah. now. It's like hard hard caramel. Mm. Um, it's like when you got the old roses caramel, lovely 
caramel one, mm. but then it went it it's too hard. It shattered. Yeah. Cut your gums Shards. over. We've also got a lovely little shallow bowl of um, tasty corn snacks. They're corn kernels covered in some lovely spicy stuff. I reckon that's going to be a heinously loud. I'm not eating them on, on, on mic. mic eight. Do you want to tell us more about your burrito? Was there more that you really had to get out? Oh, no. It was just, like, real good. Okay. Like, I was so impressed. Um, you know, love Nando's, obviously, but Mad Max is obviously putting in work. You know, they're not content. They're not just trading off their, uh, <laughs> you know, already formidable reputation. But they are just <laughs> pushing hard, you know? You should do that thing where you eat a 1kg one and you get a free mask. What? <laughs> what? what kind of mask? Mask singer mask? Like a, like, a, like a wrestling mask. Wow. Yeah. Because... 1kg. So I reckon I put, put down 500 Gs just... this morning. You have to do it in, I think, less than an hour. Oh, easy. Yeah. Okay, well, that's we'll give you an update on next week's episode. Shall we get into the real news? We've got uh, a whole bunch of mass reunion stuff to catch up on later on in the episode, but we've, we've got a few, things, few bits of real news to tick off as well. in the real news. Can't wait to find out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, audience and host. Imagine if like Sam Hayes was finding out the news as she was like, as I Mike did. McRoberts was I saying never it. Did. <laughs> what? <laughs> wait, hold on. Are you sure you checked that mic? Say that again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Are you ready for a bombshell? Jake? Jack. Okay. Are you ready for a bombshell? Jake Jack is not a bombshell. Let's just do names. Shush, shush. Okay, I'm starting again. Don't put that in, Jonathan. Leave that in, Jonathan. (coughs) Okay, you ready for a bombshell? Is it Jake Jack? No, that doesn't make sense because he's edited it out. Stop it. He hasn't edited it out. He has edited it out. Okay. Guys, Jack and Lexi have been posting sunsets on the Instagrams again. No! Not again. What, again? Again. Again. What? Again. Well, you haven't been here for this. I've not been here. So right after the... (laughs) I've been down (laughs) Right after the reunion of Batchet... With old mate Lexi announced that she'd broken up with Hamish. Mm-hmm. Are you allowed to talk yet? Oh, uh, uh, is it uh, crypto? Like I have my ear to the coffin door. Okay, so she broke up with Hamish, and then was she posted like a sunset shot on Instagram uh, on top of Mount Eden with some friends, and it looked like the back silhouette of Jack. And then he posted one at the same time from Mount Eden, and everyone was like, "Ooh, it's happened again." It's happened again. I don't know exactly where they are, maybe up Piha Way, but there's no other people in these ones. It's just sunset shots at the same time. And they surely must know that people are kind of tracking that. So they're just trolling us now. Well, we know that they listen. Oh, yes, we do know they, they listen. They know about the sun and they, watch. They know about don't the look straight watch. at the sun, guys. And also, you know that Jack's mum's in the corner, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so she's watching. And listening. So, so this is like um, how like free Britney people look for clues in her Instagram, and they say like wear a black top if you need help. Do we need to see something more obvious than just a sunset? A sunset, and, and maybe a sunrise. I can't tell the if difference. I can't tell the know. difference. I mean, the time of posting, I guess. What about um, just an ear, <laughs> just an ear of corn and shot would be nice. Is that too obvious? I think it's perfect. <laughs> anyway. But where are you going to get one? Is that in season? I don't have to Come wait. On, just go to that VAC countdown. VAC one. Or a VAC yeah, imported. Okay, listen. 
The reason we're going about corners, we've got uh, we've got a group on Facebook called the Real Pod Corner, and that's where you can go and join in other people talking about stuff that we talk about and other stuff as well. Does that Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Real Pod Corner? Does that belong in real news? Absolutely well, not. No, but you said that the, that's the reason we. I'm just trying to figure out if that really is the reason we talk about corn. Like that's the reason there are we call them corners. The reason we talk about corn is just this thing's got out of control mm. and. It's become a recurring theme, and we probably all need to take a good look at ourselves. <laughs> I have about six different corn-themed salt and pepper shakers now. Oh, you're, just the, you're doing the op shop. They come circuit. from people. They come from my father. There's a, actually a lot. <laughs> a subset of people, to be honest. <laughs> There's a lot of corn. I want to say memorabilia, but it's not like it's a nostalgia thing, is it? There's a lot of corn merchandise out there. Yeah, a lot well, more than I ever realised. Handmade Christmas ornaments. Yeah, I got mm. sent when I was in LA for Secret Santa from a corny. I got sent a, a stamp that was a custom made corn stamp wow. on the package. No, as in <laughs> a stamp I can use, not a not a well, no. not a postage stamp. Ah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> st- like an ink stamp. I was like, wow, they really thought They're... it through to the final detail. Got <laughs> <laughs> uh, approved by New Zealand Post. <laughs> Surely it's not that hard. Okay, anyway, back to the real news. Um, Alex Casey tried pods of cereal. We know the pods are going out. <gasps> Lovely Lucy, the office manager at the spin-off, listened to this very podcast and came back from the dairy and said, I heard that you wanted to live out your food fantasy and I bought I bought the pods that are left at the dairy. And I filled a small glass with milk and I put, uh, I think, maybe four pods in it and then I ate it with a spoon only four pods. Yeah, I know. It well, was very I didn't want to look pods. absolutely grotesque in the middle <laughs> of the office. But what I realised is that was actually the best way to do it because the pods get very soggy very fast. So okay. if I was to do it with a whole bowl, I'd be doing, you know, like a staggered a staggered float. Can I just say... <laughs> well, can, can I just say... Can I just say that before Lucy brought the pods in for you, I actually sent you a photo of... Two packets of pods that I had bought at a dairy and put in a chat, just you and me. And do you know what you said? No. Absolutely fucking nothing. <laughs> really? Completely ignored it. Well. Can I just And say, then Lucy comes well, in. Well, she's like, <laughs> you've got pods in your front seat all the time, I imagine. I bought them for you. I've eaten them mostly now, though. Well, there we go. Well, can, only because you were so rude. Can I just say, I like it when cereal goes soggy. Yes, you can't say yeah. that. Yeah. What like? But this well, is a problem because you've got is, is the it dense too soggy? filling, and you've got the very thick chocolate on and top. Does it just so become it like a, a sort of a mush? It's like a mush with a lid on it. It's yuck. Each little thing, you know. Hang on. So you're like saying it's ne- yuck? No, I'm saying it's yuck if you let it get really soggy, oh, yeah, which is why yeah. I'm recommending the staggered technique of have a big vessel like, of milk, like, add in your pods as you eat. You know, you know, you get like a flight of beers. Uh, no. You What's know, like, all, like it's like a, a bunch taste, of small, like, all tasting. like a tasting oh, tray. Yeah. So what you could do is get your five milks lined up and then just as you get through one, just drop a couple. Just thinking about how you could commercialise like you could, you could mm. While you're eating uh, the first cup, for example, you could drop a few pods in quickly yeah. to the next one the ready next. to go so that you're not it's more efficient. More dishes, so True. bad for the environment, True. but more efficient time-wise. Yeah, I would like to try for some flavours. It might not be true of all of them, mm. but I'm, I assume the shell is basically the same. But I, if you can do it, I would recommend it. Okay, well, your time is running out, by yeah. the way, on that. Do you have some real news, Alex Casey? Are we going to talk about the snakes? 
There's a lot. I'm. Uh, I feel like there's snake. The snakes are coming. Yes. What snakes? The there was a snake on the beach. It washed up on the shore. Dead it's or still alive? alive? Alive, Duncan. Alive. A yellow-bellied something or other. It's a native New Zealand snake because it's like an ocean snake, sea snake. What? I didn't know we had native New We've Zealand got native snakes. Native sea snakes. Native. Well, they're considered because they're sort of in our thing, but they're not on land. At what but this point? One was. And this one's like evolving. And then there was that snake in a pipe yeah. like not that okay. long ago. The snake in a pipe in a, con- in a construction <sighs> that they think was building materials brought in from overseas. But then when you read that story, they're like, oh, we get snakes in all the time. Snakes it's like, in all the time. Like it's nothing. Oh, I don't want that. I don't want it either. If you see a snake on a beach, do not touch it. Kill it. No, don't. Oh. What? No, don't kill Return it. Return it to the ocean. What? No, don't touch okay. it. <laughs> why, why do you suddenly have the Hang advice? on. Like if you don't touch it, what do you do with it? You let it get you away. You call Doc. And there's like, even Doc can't touch it. They, they, they need to call a special snake guy. Oh, by the or time girl. Mr. Snake Gal. Or Mrs. Snake. Mrs. Snake gets <laughs> or there. Or Miss Snake. Miss <laughs> Snake. It's probably, <laughs> the snake's probably laid 15 eggs, slithered off. Halfway down the beach, and, and then it's and then it was before you know it. This takes like don't right, come to New Zealand because of the snakes. But don't risk your own life. These, I mean, this is the other thing. These snakes are they can they're lethal. What about if they th- bite you? What about throwing something at it? I don't think that we should be saying that. Oh, okay, Steve Irwin. <laughs> All right, let's let's move on. <laughs> the Apprentice starts on Monday. I'm excited about this. Are we allowed to say we've seen a sneaky? Yeah. Okay. So. We've seen a sneaky, but I've not seen a sneaky. So okay. No oh, we're not going to say no spoilings. Of course, no spoilings. But it's worth watching. Put it that way. Yeah. Get excited. <laughs> Get excited. And cornies in particular, you're in for a treat. You are in the first episode. Going to love it. Uh, also, the Masked Singer starts on Sunday and then continues on Monday. So we've got a lot. There's just no, not even a breath in between. We finish up maths. And then straight in. And I watched some pop stars this week. Oh, do should we should we move to reality check? Yeah, let's, yeah, okay, let's, let's, do, let's that. do that. I have four ways to decide I'm going to drop my entire life. I am disgusted at how much you have copied my husband. <laughs> Did you just fuck? Reality check. Okay, so as I was saying, I watched some pop stars this week. I watched a little bit <laughs> of the first step of the week. Monday night's episode. Is anyone else with me? Anyone watch any? I don't watch any of it. Okay. Well, I just thought it was quite good, mm-hmm. um, but it probably could be half as long as it is. That's the story of modern reality TV. Yeah. And it made me, because uh, Sam, Sam Brooks has been t- telling us that it's been getting better now that they're down to the top 12. So I'm like, okay, now's my time to, to get in on it. And... That one thing that I found highly unbelievable was when they, because they're all very young, and they did a TikTok challenge, and they wheeled out William Wyro for that, uh, and they were all like, oh, I've never used TikTok. That, that's not what I believe to be true of young people. I think it's possible. Like, it's the, I think that, like, like a lot of modern things, you're either, like, obsessed with the thing or completely oblivious to the thing. Right. Well, they all did it with, you know, they, 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 they pulled it off. What did they have to do? I don't, know, I don't really know. It was weird. And then when they announced, they, they just kind of were given, like, uh, wigs and things from Look Sharp. And, wow. And they had, I don't know. Drag there was, not, there was no real brief. It was just like, do a TikTok. And then afterwards, the, the team that won, it was just another contestant came up and was like, oh, hey, you won some stuff. It's just no, there's no ceremony to it. Mm. It was, um, anyway. But I did find, oh, 
Kimbra and Vince doing <clears throat> their little their little chats just made me want to go straight to a, a big live X Factor type performance. I want one or the other. Mm. Yeah. I don't want. I want either the pop stars of old or I want X Factor back. I'm not sure about this weird mix mm. of the two. Have people started going home now? Yeah, Did I didn't get any, didn't yeah. get to the. <laughs> Didn't get to the end of the episode. It was late at night. I could not tell you. Yeah. <laughs> I just watched The Apprentice. So I was all, my cup overfloweth. Yeah. Uh, but also, uh, Lawton Cora was on, and he was giving them, like, from the band Cora, and he was giving them advice, and he was quite brutal, but that, that was quite a good moment in the show. Okay, that's my recap. And that's... The recap. Okay. <laughs> it, I mean, this is the problem, right, with pop stars. We can't get any bunter going. <laughs> we can't get anything going on And that's the problem it. with the show. Doesn't help that none of us are all watching it at the same that's time. That's true. That's true. But first week, drab. Okay, but here we go, because we can all get some banter going on this. Married at first sight, AU, finally wrapped up. Put a fork in me, I am done. I'm not. I'll be back for next year for sure. What are you? What's that face, Alex? I was trying to remember what they called your flogs. Oh, <laughs> your flogs. How good is flogs? Your bloody flogs. Is, Australia just keeps cranking out the outstanding <laughs> insults. Okay, let's start with the reunion dinner. Um, where Rusty's all dressed up and he's not comfortable in his in, in anything unless it's no. high vis. And there are arches in his shoes, which he's not a fan of either. <laughs> I just I missed him and I love him. He's growing a little uh, little dirty beard as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's newfound newfound Rusty. Belinda and Patrick in their matching outfits. Of course, was always going to happen. Aggressive orange paisley. Just. Really something. Very ugly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all for a matching outfit, but maybe not so much the ugly ones. I but had a bit of a moment with them, with the, the sort of siblings or... What, siblings or dating. Yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah. I was worried that, that, you know, they had that thing, which is this shocking reveal that Will Baba and all of the open mouths obviously uh, turned out to, to be Jake and Beck, but I was there was a little part of me that's like, there was just, there's a few angles where even their, their expressions and demeanour and skin tone was just very, very similar. Oh, my God. Will reality TV ever get to, like, the bad taste level? Oh, it definitely ha- has. Where it's like someone in the mix of suitors is related to you and you don't know who it is. Oh, my and God. And it's like you have to not get that one. I mean, copyright the spin-off. <laughs> I feel like we're nearly there. Yeah. Um, uh, can I just say that the Edge Radio Station are pioneers of this because I'm reading JJ's Life on the Edge bio- biography still. Of course, You yeah. should be reading it aloud, chapter at a time, in the real part. That's probably not copyright, is it? <laughs> but anyway, one of the promos they did was to get a, a siblings to pash for a minute <gasps> on air. No! Yeah, for a measly thousand dollars. Jesus Christ! Honestly, that is so awful. So crazy. Reading through the promos they've done over the years and the stunts is just like a human resources disaster. I just do not know how this stuff happened. It's really crazy because I'm rewatching Succession at the moment. Yeah, they've got those the you know the boats with all the murders and the bad stuff happen. They have to shred all the files. Well, at least those happen sort of in international waters on on uh, the the edge and on radio. It's just happening on the corner of Ponsonby and Joy Road, and then it's eight thirty a.m. during <laughs> rating sweeps. You know, a thousand dollars to precious siblings. Not only that, their dad brought them in. <laughs> 
and was watching. But how old are these people? Oh, I don't know, uh, like 18 and 21 or something. <laughs> I don't know, anyway. Oh if you God. want all the juicy details. Dead. Uh, Alana's, Alana's got new teeth. Did anyone else notice? I didn't notice that. Stay I didn't. <laughs> love Alana. What, what's everyone's verdict? On I love, I, I love Alana. Alana is the moral compass of this show. Totally I love right. the way she steps in to like tell people. She calls people out for the emotional affair. Like as they're trying to, as Coco yes, and Cam would be like, well, we didn't, yes. even though they actually were kissing and yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, she just steps in, and I realised it's because she's a primary school teacher. She knows how to talk to people in that way where it's like she's calling them out gently. She doesn't have the puffed up Jake thing or like the stirring Pat thing. And she talks to them like children, which works very well. <laughs> well, they behave like children. So exactly. that's the level you've got to speak to them on. Exactly. Beck and Jake broke up, we find out at the dinner. Um, he was in Perth for 20 days following their final vows and spent a grand total of how many days with her? How many burritos did you eat this morning? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Okay, so it was 2.5 <laughs> days that they spent together total across 20 days. Isn't a lot. Um, she said, I was going through some things at home. Uh, and she mm. said to him, Go home, go home if you want. You don't need to be here. And so he went and kissed Booker. <laughs> that's, got- how they, that's kind of how they sold it. But once you find out the actual story, it's not as dramatic as all that. Yeah, I, I've not seen it, but I was, Nick, Nikki look, looked it up, and apparently it's very much a like. Kind yeah, of it was a, like a New Year's kiss or something, wasn't what, it? Is it, at, is it at a nightclub? No, it's oh, at a party. It was at a party or something. Or something. Who's filming? Oh, it's on like phones, like the no, countdown. No, no, no. Uh, Rusty's wife was filming. Rusty's wife, Beth. Beth. Beth was filming, and and she was filming it like they knew they were being filmed. It wasn't surreptitious. It was almost like a hey, our marriages went so bad that here we are. Let's kiss for New Year's. But it was a very stagey, like closed uh. lips, and. Uh, yeah, apparently it's fine. It was a non-event, especially when you consider what Beck got up to, but we'll get oh, to that. Kerry and Johnny, to get to that. still together, <laughs> together now and forevermore. Uh, Liam, Liam and Georgia hadn't spoken since the final vows, and he blocked her on everything you can block someone on. Um, when he arrived, <gasps> oh, was shocking. The snub. The dis... I mean, a snub shouldn't be, like, given some of the stuff we see on the show, it's the snub's not that bad, but the snub felt like the harshest verdict on a person mm. <laughs> we've seen on the show. John said, that's one of the worst greetings we've ever seen. It is, and it is, and I'll tell you why. Because she stood for him, and yeah. she actually went, like, I she know. extended her arms to go into a hug, and he, like, slid right past. He was within a foot of her. Often the snub we see someone just breeze past. Mm. But yeah. the person being snubbed may not have even gotten up off the couch. Or we just see them avoid them completely. Yeah. They just kind of dance around them and they don't. They just don't approach them. He like w- looked like he was going in and then kind of like fakied. <laughs> He's like, <"Oi." laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's so crazy. And, and she was, was coming in so, he had, he was so yeah, in his own head about out. it. He's like, I'm not here to talk to fake people. I'm not here to talk to fake I'm people. Not, I don't understand like 3,000 times. But, but, but how is she a fake person? She, she could be almost anything, but mm. she was incredibly direct and, and honest with her assessment of him, which he can disagree, but it didn't feel fake. I, I really love Georgia. Same. Same. Um, Alana and Jason not together anymore. They had an argument and he dumped her over text. <laughs> Did anyone <laughs> spot the hickey on his neck? Yes. 
No. It was there and then mm. it was gone and then it was back again. Mm. Wait. Yeah. Yeah, I think maybe like a, a little bit of makeup. Yeah. Oh, and then some continuity yeah. errors. Yeah. yeah. Wow. But there was a hickey, I'm telling you that now. <laughs> How much do we bet that they hooked up They hooked up again after uh, the the reunion chat, chatty special? Because there were some vibes. I believe. Yeah, definitely. I believe. I believe too. Maybe they backshot that stuff of him and that's where he got the hickey. Maybe it's from Alana's own mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I really love them. I, 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 we, I was obviously away for it, but Alana flinging up the cards and like just abandoning her speech was one of the, the best, most romantic things I've ever seen yeah. on the reality TV show. Even though obviously it's a ridiculous relationship that's not going to work and it was just something like... It was something different. Beautifully mm. unscripted about it. And yeah. Loved it. I feel like that, like, are they going to be doing that for the rest of their lives? Like, on and off and on of, and off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, possibly. We all have friends like that, Could right? Could be crazy. Um, Melissa and Bryce are still together. In fact, they've moved in together. Bryce has moved to Melbourne. Surprise, surprise, <laughs> moved to the big smoke. Because he has been chased out of <laughs> <I know>. camera. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and I love the way he just talks. Like, oh, you know, who, who knows what I'll do here? And this is sort of the code. is like, can't do my old job. <laughs> yeah. No one would ever let me. <laughs> Um, Booker actually got some info from Bryce's work colleague about the girl I love on this the outside. Tip line, like, <laughs> all these people from Canberra ringing up. Looking like a survey. Hey, if you're from Canberra and you've got the download, why not just direct line to the real pod? Podcast at the spinoff.co.nz. Why can't we? Should we, should we call NASA? No, no, we, no can't. we can't. It's so cursed every time. Once a year. We had to beep out so much last time. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, Beck's dress. Excuse me. Did you? <gasps> that was a hell of a dress. That must have like, had tape. Oh, the lowest V and the, the highest yeah. slits. Double high slits. Double high slits. Super low I mean, V. you just got kind of a loincloth yeah. in the middle. And that's moving around. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she looked amazing, obviously, um, but yes, gosh. The revenge outfit, It eh? was definitely, the, and in fact, even the experts talked about it, didn't mm. they? Revenge for what, though? Well, exactly. The, the kiss? Well, yeah, we'll, we'll, well, we'll, get, we'll get to all that, won't we? We'll kissing. get to it. Okay. <laughs> so Cam wasn't there for the, like, the drink mixer before dinner, but he arrives at dinner time, and boy Sam is <laughs> cross AF. Cam's just trying to enjoy his lovely pork belly, and Sam just fires off about him. He's just bad mouthing all over the show. This um, is when we got flog gate. We get flog. Before we get to, can I just talk about my favourite moment when Bryce and Melissa walked in, and no one was going to stand up, and Sam was like kicking off. Sam was excited to see Bryce as well as Cam. He's got a lot of people on his hit list. Yeah, and and uh, Bryce walked in and was like, "Sam, how are you?" And <laughs> Sam just went. Gonzo, and nodded like, <laughs> but just like, just like that is his name now, just Gonzo. <laughs> it was just perfect. Um, and I love that Sam. Sam is terrible. But he's terrible. So good. At least he knows he's terrible. His I face thought... when he's watching things, like they're just like. <laughs> Did you see? I see. He's I... so in it. Are we getting to the bit where Cam's just starts eating his steak, and Sam is like, "It's time," and he's just like. Big dog! <laughs> Big alpha dog! <laughs> just starts screaming at him. And Cam does not bite. No! He doesn't bite at all. Cam does very well. And I guess to back up, Sam's pissed off because he's found out that Cam like paid him out to Coco, that he was like 
disrespectful to women and he didn't like him and stuff. So does that mean that Sam has watched the, sh- the show has aired now? Does that mean that Sam's seen no, that first I'm confused. Bit? I don't actually I, think... I don't think it's aired because yeah. they seem to be seeing stuff for the first time at yeah. the, um, on the... Oh, the on the couch. <laughs> Samantha's really pissed as well. She's mm. she's got to be in her bonnet. But I love it when she tries to spell ghosted or oh. ghost rather. And she's like, "You said I got G O H T ghosted." <laughs> she's talking about Coco. Coco had said at the girls' night that uh, Cam had ghosted her, and Coco denied that. And then Sam was like, "Yeah, no, you said that. You said you got G O H T ghosted." Then she went for it again, right? Yeah, she still couldn't three three or four times she tried to spell it, no luck. It was funny because they were all quite rugged up as well in this moment. Um, And it's the moment where someone just needs to say something really cool and, like, shut down someone and no one can nail it. (laughs) Everyone's just flailing. She's like, gee, you you said you were G-O-H, she ghosted. And And then Cameron's like... How, how are you spelling that again? Like, it's just like the lamest fight between all these horrible people. But I found it quite relatable. With like, <laughs> feel, I feels like when you just yeah. pants, you pants the moment. That's I feel like that's what I this think... whole podcast has been there. <laughs> yeah. I can't even have to get out Agreed. a sentence properly. It's terrible. Um, Melissa, by the way, says that she's spoken to Goto. <laughs> As I'm now calling it. Well, what's Koto? Girl on the outside. Oh. I can't believe we didn't come up with that sooner. Did <laughs> that you write it so this week's notes as well? Or a G-O-T-O, yeah. Same. Amazing. Amazing. Um, Booker's Insider said Bryce told the Goto to call <laughs> Melissa to deny the relationship because she didn't want to be known as the other woman. So so yes, Melissa may have spoken to Goto, but it was again, it was a you know, orchestrated by the Bryce. Level of like, Paid PR shit going on here, eh? I know, and right at the centre of it, it's freaking Gonzo. (laughs) (laughs) Like, please. Uh, And then I've got Shut the Hell Up, Melissa yelling to the table. That was her getting real fired up. And then I've just got Jake Pashed Booker. Jake Pashed Booker. That's when we find, we'd found out at the end of that, yep, right, that Jake had, well, Pashed. That's when we found out that he he kissed another bride. Yeah. That's right. I think that's everything. That's everything. It feels like it felt like a dramatic dinner. I also feel like I watched it about three weeks ago. So okay. <laughs> it's not really fresh. <laughs> oh, the, yeah. Just the main thing was like flog. The rev- yeah. like flog yeah. as a revelation. You're being a flog. You're acting like a flog. You are a flog. What is a flog? Well, Alessandra asked <laughs> the very same thing, and um, Mel was like. Like a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> just kind of translating it. <laughs> Has it got to do with deep prepared like? Nothing. What? No. Duty. Nothing duty. I, I, I um. I just think it's great. I think we should start using You're it. Your flog. It reminds me of um, when Naz was talking about a dog act. Yeah. On the Bachelor, like one of those just pure Aussie things. Whoa! What have you got? <laughs> Urban Dictionary definitely reckons it's a bit dirty. The act of smacking your significant other in the head with your. Jane. With your. With your what? How dare you? I'm very dare This previously lovely, wholesome <laughs> podcast has now been defiled. This is, I'm sorry, have you heard this podcast before? Lovely, wholesome, <laughs> nutritious podcast. <laughs> Alternative option is a flog slash flog bag is Australian oh. army slang for a wanker. I love flog army bag. Army slang. Yeah, so... I disagree with you when you say it's nothing to do with dirty things. It absolutely is. There's no doubt about it. Let's just take a quick break, okay? Just need a breather. We're back in a moment. 
Kia ora. Justin Giovanetti here, and I'm the political editor at The Spinoff. This podcast, like so much of the work we do at The Spinoff, is made possible by the support of our members. To find out more about The Spinoff members and how you can help us keep producing quality, independent journalism, visit members.thespinoff.co.nz and do it today. Right. Everyone done adjusting their clothing? Because that's what we've all just been doing in the break. Yeah. Just sorting ourselves I'm out. A, I'm a loop out. Okay. All right. Let's, let's get into the last episode of Married at First Sight Australia for 2021. I was about to say 2018. That's, wow. I don't know why. Nice it's transported back. There? I don't know. I feel like that was one of the great Take seasons. Take me back. <laughs> okay. Johnny tells Kerry he loves her and they want to have kids. Great. Tick. Happy forever. Are they still together? I assume so. We all see this amazing supercut of Coco and Sam. Mm-hmm. Just, I can't understand how they haven't watched this on the telly, timing-wise, because I thought that I thought I remember there being coverage of the reunion. You know what I mean? Like them saying, "Oh, they're all getting back together to shoot the reunion," being not that long ago. Mm. I've been doing a lot of mental gymnastics trying to figure out the dates, but it did seem genuine. Like they didn't seen that stuff. Before. And also the the phone tree that's been activated in Canberra. Surely that can only be because of. The show being the show on. being on. Do you think that they've kind of fakey their responses to the footage? They seemed so sincerely yeah. freaked yeah. out by yeah. God knows. I don't know. Can someone tell us? Someone will know. Not someone's Nas- got not to NASA. Know. Don't ask NASA. Please no. don't ask NASA. Anyway. <laughs> NASA doesn't even know what an emoji is. I don't think you <laughs> we can't even find this pants. <laughs> <laughs> is everyone at this reunion apart from... Uh, Jamie and Chris. Jamie's there. Oh, Jamie's there, but just no. Oh no, maybe Jamie no, was at the Jamie dinner. Jamie was at the oh, dinner. Well, which one's hot oh no, no, Jamie hot was on the couch. Jamie was on the couch. They just never talked to her. They never talked to her or um, rich guy and hairdresser. Oh, James and um, yeah. James and Joe. Yeah, I thought there were quite a few who didn't get talked. Yeah, to no, her. they only they only got people on the couch uh, who had, were in the final vows and all all part of that crazy triangular relationship situation right. with the the Sands and the Cocos and the. Sam's. Coco and Sam are held to account. This is this is where Alana brings up the emotional affair thing, isn't it? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah she steps in. Because Coco's like having a real trouble describing it as an affair and then Cam's like, it was an affair. Yeah. Which he's just saying because he knows he's going to get slaughtered if he doesn't. They did sleep together after they left the show and Coco says, not worth it. <laughs> so. She said that amazing thing where she was like, he got his cocoa pops, and then he left. It's <laughs> like kind of, kind of. There's like an air of tragedy around it, but just quite funny as well. <laughs> there was also a great bit where I think Sam, doing his like angry DJing and kind of instantly heckling from across the room, said something about to Cam. Was it hard to decide what bed to sleep at or something? And Cam just snapped back again with kind of an uncool thing. Was like. Oh, yeah, thanks, Wally. I found you because he's wearing a striped t shirt. <laughs> <laughs> like, just such a good well, owner. Just don't, to, don't like, like that. You look a bit like we as Wally. Could <laughs> <laughs> have been holding on to that one. Yeah. Um, Alana and Jason got on the couch. They just just fizzled out between them, didn't it? I mean, they had, there was some sort of thing where she'd thrown him under the bus in front of his mates again, as she's wont to do. Yeah. Um, but it just, I think. I don't know. It seemed still like Oh, yeah. Something. It was very vibrant. And she sort of acknowledged that that wasn't great. And, yeah. And mm. uh, he seemed to really enjoy or appreciate that. I think there's more, more, to, more to follow on that one. Well, they're so sexual together, yeah, aren't they? Yeah, they have mean sex. And, yeah, and I feel like 
you know, a fallout and a makeup is like the perfect way for them to get it on. Mm. So this is like just the ultimate ultimate turn on, right, for them. I don't know. Blue. Don't look at me. Don't look at me. Don't look at me. You flog. Blue. Blue. <laughs> okay, Liam and Georgia. Now, I, I was kind of bummed out that this didn't go bigger. That they didn't like really get into this a lot more. No, they seemed too civil to each other given the frosty reception. But, and at the yeah, it was like dinner. either decide like is your goal to have them off the couch committing to go on another date, or is it to dig into what really you know the like what was a Georgia was speech was a bit much, and his response was a lot much, mm. but. You know, those were two good outcomes from a TV perspective. Mm. They sort of chose this useless middle ground where it was sort of neither of them. Yeah. Liam seemed very remorseful. Yeah, except for he still was saying he couldn't see why she was so upset at that dinner party, the one where he said, none of my friends or family will accept you, you're horrible, go away. I mean, Mm. not in those exact words, I'm paraphrasing. But no one calls him out on that. And I feel like that's the opportunity for the experts to go, hey, you know what? Mm. That was really shitty stuff to say at that dinner party. And that's what fired her up at the vows. Like... This is something that I've always find happens at these re- these final reunions is that the experts let people off the hook mm-hmm. because I guess they just don't have time to do all the hard yards on getting into the weeds on it all. But that's what we want. It's annoying. I wonder also if like they just forget some things, <laughs> you know? Like no, they're sure they, they don't see be the whole so show. Well briefed. I'm the, sh- the crazy thing is that the experts sort of can pretend this sort of distance from the show like you quite frequently in that you know that that reunion they were sort of talking about well the the aims of the show are to do x y and z which the show is like patently not trying to do and they can kind of pretend a distance from it and maybe that's sort of part of, of that it's almost like they've only seen they've the only din- seen the dinner parties, dinner parties mm. and the and the and so all of the other crazy stuff that goes on they're just sort of you know, they have this, well, I, I, I couldn't possibly. <laughs> so who knows how I could? This is crazy. So this is when they show Bryce Miller the footage of the friends um, throwing Bryce, accidentally throwing Bryce under the bus. Mm. Mm. No, they knew they were on mic and they just did it for drums. <laughs> this yeah. is so, Amazing Bryce's, Bryce's excuses for things, like just <laughs> there must be about five or six points in this series where I've gone, well, they've got him now. Yeah. You know? Mm. Yeah. Like, mm. he can't back out of this one. Mm-hmm. And he tries. He and finds she just, another way. He, she just believes him. And Melissa, so he basically says, oh, no, they knew. They thought it was gag. They knew they were on mic and on camera. They clearly did not. Funny <laughs> gag, by the way. It's <laughs> so funny. Yeah. And I, the way that they've continued it through all these different channels. Yeah, and the, it's um, getting really and then, And then he said that the producers had told the friends to lie. It's amazing. I mean, it was quite thrilling to see someone calling out production while the show is yeah. still happening, yeah. like, rather than going in on social media afterwards to just have it in the moment. But that's and, because he did not implicitly he, bringing in, I assume, lots of people in the room behind the cameras and the experts to be like, you're all, like, constructing this. Yeah, but he, the thing is, he, I, he, I just don't think he thought about it. I think he just, no. like, ran with the first thing that popped into his head. Yeah. Because we'll see Bex do that shortly as well. <laughs> yes. Oh my god, that oh my was god. amazing. We're just talking yeah, about yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyway, Melissa's torn. Maybe the friends weren't acting. She doesn't know. She just wants everyone to let it go. They're gonna get a dog, have babies, get engaged, and so on. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Bex was delighted to I didn't like the way that people were so excited to see this footage play out in front of Melissa. Like Bex was like Brycey boy, oh, yeah. like we've got you yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Like I feel like people have forgotten that it's like I think Beck the whole way through when she was going at Bryce was forgetting about the collateral damage she was doing. Anyway, 
Jake and Beck. <laughs> so Jake stayed in Perth, as we know. He kissed Booker over New Year's. Um, he spent 2.5 days out of 20 with his wife. And then some mystery footage got played to the room. This was when Beck went back to get her hair done and take her dog to the vet. Beck has obviously been shooting, you know, herself, cuddling her dog. Yeah. And they play a few separate um, clips from a, a cuddling session. And then... It's like a video diary. It's like a video, video, video diary, which they obviously have to record. And then at some point, someone enters the room. They're sort of just off camera. They sort of... You, can you, could you... You don't ever really get a decent... No, you can see you that can it's see. A, you can see that it's a guy. Yeah, they sort of loom over the camera. The, the camera goes down and sort of shoots from the the dog angle <laughs> up. <laughs> but also, the dog really fucked the whole thing up by walking like in front. Or of did the they? Because mm. that sort of maybe made her forget it, which is how we got true, this thing. True. True. But anyway, there's a there's a scream and a, a you know a scream of delight, a hug, and some very intense what sound like smooch, smooching noises. And these continue to the point where the dog is sort of doing, you know, is sort of howling in a kind of how, what are you doing to one another yeah. kind of a way. Yeah. Like the dog seems perturbed and then it cuts out, which is obviously, so the the working theory is obviously that this was, she somehow forgot about this. Maybe like the, the video ended by one of the many means that a video can naturally cut off without you being, you know, you know, like maybe a phone call came in or, or something like that. Dog sat on it. Maybe the dog sat on it. I think the dog it. was on the so phone. So she clearly forgot that she'd mm. been filming then. Mm. And this, like, little found footage horror plays out. And it's just... It, so much of this is because of who Beck is, right? Who's holier than thou, just gaslights Jake, like, Crazy with with mm-hmm. with, with just refusing to come out and then be like, well, what what do you want from me? And you saw that throughout that supercut mm. of her sort of pulling her head away and talking about how terrible his teeth were, so she couldn't possibly. And it's and then this reveal. Okay, so this reveal happens, oh. and then the experts are like, well, Beck, who was that person that you were kissing? And Beck says, my brother. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Cool JJ Phoenix scandal queenie. Because <laughs> you're due a thousand dollars. Amazing. Again, like you'd rather be seen doing that with your brother than just admit that so, you're seeing somebody. But the amazing else. thing is that this was what an amazing pe- effort by production, right? To hold it back mm. and then stage the reveal at such a time when the lights are on, the cameras there. You know, like. Mm. The, so that she has to respond on mm, the fly. Mm, mm. I mean, brutal. So brutal. I want to know. I want to hear from the little assistant editor that found that footage. <laughs> oh, my God. Imagine. Zimming through everything. <laughs> They're like, there's probably nothing. There's GoPros. Because we never saw any of that no, GoPro. Like, oh, this no. is shit. What a terrible idea. Oh, oh my oh, God. Just imagine it. Imagine that. The thrill. Get in touch, podcast at the spinoff, Dakota NZ anonymously, if you were in post-production on that show. You'd be so scared of deleting it. You'd just be like, get my hands away. I know. Call in the exec producer. I've got something. Go on the lamb and just with your hostage and say, I've got some footage worth half a million dollars to you. And it just, it is. Mm. What's it worth? Anything, any amount of money. (laughs) 
Um, she, she, the, the whole room want to see the footage again because they're like, brother, do you think, really? Can we just see that again? <laughs> I love that. That was awesome, yeah. And then Jake was like, well, I've met her brother. Let's play it again. Yeah, yeah. And just they, so they chill. Made, you can see two heads go together in the thing. And that's when What's the doggy, or, you know, that's when it all goes out blurry. So it's definitely, definitely a kiss. If you didn't believe the noises, you could actually see it on the, on the second watch. I really noticed it. Um, and then she was like, all right, I'll come clean. Wasn't my brother. Big surprise. Uh, it was like some sort of an ex, ex or someone she'd been seeing. She meant to say old flame. She said old burn. Old <laughs> <laughs> oh, burn. No. Anyway, so it was an old burn who'd come and picked her up from the airport um, and they'd connected again and he took the dog to the vet. Dog seemed fine, can I just say? <laughs> dog seemed absolutely Oscar. bloody fine. Uh, and then and then they, I don't know, started pashing or whatnot. And, and so she tried to play it down. I mean, we don't know the full story. Maybe that was true. But at the end of the day, she did what she accused Bryce of doing mm-hmm. and was so, she's got a boto. She's got a total boto. <laughs> But, burn, um, burn on the outside. <laughs> <laughs> it's really amazing because she almost came up to the to admitting that the boto had been there the whole time and was mm. still there. Like, mm. she's, which yeah, she kind of explained a lot of yeah. why they basically never even kissed. Jake. Her behaviour with Jake was much more indicative of a boto than Bryce's with Melissa was of a goto. Yeah. True. Yeah. <laughs> Can I just say? <laughs> also, when this came out and, and she says that she shared a kiss after, with, with the boto, um, Rusty's just like, oh, that's naughty. That's <laughs> naughty. <laughs> so <Rusty>. good. <laughs> Judge Rusty. And Gonzo was loving oh, it. Gonzo loving doing it. capoeira in the background, eh? <laughs> <laughs> um, but then Jake, and then we forget about poor old Jake. He's oh. not feeling well about it at all. Goes outside and nearly has a vomit. Yeah, that was pretty real shit, yeah. Right? yeah. Who went out with them? Who was his? Sam. Oh, yeah. Sam followed him out. <laughs> Sam's yeah. in the mix. Yeah. And then he came back and didn't sit next to, like, kind of left her alone yeah, on the couch. Yeah, she was like, I hope she sits next to me, and he, he didn't. And then Beth, I thought, ultimate high road, went and sat next to Bex. Yeah. I was mm. like, you're not alone. I was like. But especially given that she'd kind of had a go at Beth for sort of orchestrating the, the book mm. and a Jake, uh, you know, get together. Yeah, I mean, I think she's. I actually think Beck is the villain of the season. Totally, but it was amazing to to, to have the the murderer revealed right yeah, at the amazing. very end. Yeah, incredible. And then with all that, like honestly, just slash and burn right in front of us. It's like, well, that's the end of this season. Yeah, <laughs> if you want to be on Married at First Sight, just go ahead <laughs> yeah, and apply. Yeah, it's <laughs> like bodies burning. <laughs> Which of these people would you like to be remembered as? <laughs> so that's it. That's Amazing. it. It was a great season, really. Magic um, it was fantastic. Yeah, it was really good. And so we're going to be back straight into more bloody reality TV next week mm-hmm. with Apprentice, Apprentice, Mars Singer. Singer. And don't forget that we've got Drag Race down under the covers in this very feed. So that is Eli Matthewson and Chris Parker recapping uh, RuPaul's Drag Race down under. And it's quite good. It's pretty good. A, it's a pretty good. It's a pretty good tally show. It's also a really good podcast, which I'm feeling a little bit intimidated about. By the way, they do exit interviews. They got proper stuff. Yeah, I know. Could, could we maybe just do something with the edit just to fuck them up a bit, Jonathan? Just, next like, time you're editing their podcast, can you make them sound really shit? Maybe get some of the spin-off office dogs in. Yeah, or, yeah, no, or just, just take some things. of the cut-off bits from ours and just chuck it in the middle of theirs. Yeah. Just mm. make them sort of take all sloppy. our burping yeah. and coughing mm. and all that and put that in their pod, please. Unfortunately, I think all of the whispered penises on this podcast will go down on that podcast really well. Oh, oh. damn it. 
That's the home for the whispered penis. <laughs> Home for the Whispered Penis. Penis sounds like a new spin-off podcast coming in 2024. Watch this space. All right, thank you guys for listening. Thank you very much to the spin-off members. Thank you, Jonathan, for recording. And thank you, Chris and Eli, for doing such a great podcast in our feed and making us have to step up our game, which we will do one day, probably, maybe not. heaps that. Bye. All on the same feed. Kia ora e te iwi, te he here, podcast manager at The Spin-Off. If you enjoy listening to our podcasts, consider supporting our mahi by signing up to become a Spin-Off member at thespinoff.co.nz slash donate. The Spin-Off Podcast Network.